Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download that app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. We got a full house. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Corey Friedman, and Cody Del Mendo as we get ready for the Cubs to sign somebody someday, some hour. Someday. At some point, some year. Possibly. By the way, Jack Brown, congratulations. First person in the chat today. He's always like the first yeah. one. First person in the chat. Yeah. Hello Jack's to Brian, right. Jay. Jack's ready to go. Yeah. Jack's excited. Corey's here. Looks like he got a uh, fresh haircut for the show. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just talking about something. Our friends from Denver are here. Yeah. And they went to Denver. London earlier this year for Broncos and whoever the hell they played over there. Yeah, was it Raiders? Probably like the Jaguars or something. Yeah, yeah I think it was. Jags. Yeah, that sounds yeah, right. Usually I think is. the I think the Broncos covered that day. Shout out to them. Uh <laughs> And I was talking to him about Rachel, who we've had in studio, and is yeah. from London. And you know what? I haven't seen her in the chat in a bit. But I think she's watching because every time we mention her, she does end up leaving a comment. <laughs> so I'm now asking Rachel if you're watching to Hello, leave a Rachel. comment. Thank you. <laughs> Ryan Clark you? in the house. Uh, so we're about four weeks into free agency, give or take a few days, whatever it is. And really, it's still been almost nothing. It's staggering. You know, Ryan's getting ready to leave for the winter meetings on Sunday, and really then they heat up, what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? You hope that the meat of the stuff that happens would be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday and Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and, like, Thursday's right at the end, like, saying goodbye. Rule 5 draft, is that Thursday? uh, I think that's, like, usually the last thing. I want to say it's on Thursday. Yeah. And then the um, the, the – MLB draft lotteries on Tuesday. Yeah, um, so you got you got a few things going. There's like a, the Hall of Fame, the the uh, veterans or the contemporary era committee or whatever that one, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, on, yeah. That's on Sunday. Got a few things going on. This, Where all the former week. Cubs are on that. Oh, there's like a ton of former Cubs on that committee. So many. Um, you better get ready though, because it looks like you're going to be real, real busy. Um, because we not only are the Cubs there, you know, the Sox are there, all the GMs are there, and Jeff Passan says the the frenzy's coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he says this is, this is the quiet before the storm and that finally, you know, all that groundwork that was laid at the uh, GM talks will now lead to deals coming at the winter meetings. And so that that's what we're hoping for. Passing points out about 100 free agents didn't qualify, didn't get qualifying offers and that only seven of them have signed. So that, that's a huge group sitting there and that Edwin Diaz and 102 million is so far the biggest deal of the offseason. I would guess that that's going to be maybe top five this offseason, but probably at number five if it is, right? By the time by the time this offseason is over, where will Edwin Diaz rank in at $102 million for his contract as far as big deals? Not that high. There's going to be there's, other deals much bigger than I that think coming. There's, I think there's one All the position that it's going to I, I didn't quite understand sure. the yeah. question you were oh, asking. So I'm saying the question is like <laughs> biggest deals this offseason financially where they come mm-hmm. in. Right now it's Edwin though, right? Diaz. Yeah. Are you like talking total money? Yeah. Yeah. $100 million. No, bucks. Cool. You, got, you figure Judge and all the shortstops are easily uh, ahead I mean, of that. I mean, DeGrom, maybe got, just outside the top 10. Jose Abreu got almost $60 million at 36. Like, There's deals. There's lots of money. reach 100. So do you at least feel good about that, that Jeff Passan believes that the signing is finally coming? we got to get through just a few more days? Well, yeah, I mean... If he's if, saying it. If we, yeah, if he, first <laughs> off, if he's saying it, and second off, if the winter meetings happen and nothing happens all across the league, then, yeah, we're going to be sitting here in January and being like, all right, guys, like, are we signing someone today? Like, it's going to be like <laughs> the last five years. I thought once this this lockout and everything ended that like we're going to get back to the you know the the good old days of free agency being the best part, one of the best parts about being a baseball fan yeah. you know what i mean and it's like it's just dragged and it, it started out hot last year because of the lockout leading up to it you know mm-hmm. um so i guess I, we're all pretty you know i would say we're all pretty like bummed out that it hasn't really yeah. taken off yet well it is weird because like you think about last year i mean they didn't have the winter meetings in 2020 either um for obvious reasons but last right. year they didn't have it because of the lockout and um you know i think it was right around like by the end of today was like the deadline i think a year ago maybe one more maybe it was like december 1st was the deadline i don't remember specifically by the end of that hadn't they already like 
Hadn't already like a billion dollars of guaranteed money have gone out by by the time the lockout started. Yeah. Like there was a reason right. for it because you didn't know how long a lockout was going to go. You didn't know like if we go into the middle of, or if we go past like April, what are these guys going to do? Like like no one knew. So teams were you know, starting to lock up some of these guys. You saw that, that the Cubs got that buzzer beater with Stroman like with hours, hour, like a couple hours left until the deadline started. I mean, you know, I think Seager and Simeon both went off the board by then. Um, so there was a lot of money that was already given out at yeah. this point. You don't have that anymore with, uh, with without a lockout obviously coming this season. So it, it does make sense that the, the the market is moving slower than it has in the la- you know last year specifically. Um, but yeah, it's kind of boring. Like <laughs> I want I want something. We got a little bit of something on Monday with the Abreu one that gave us a lot to talk about, just because he was connected to the Cubs uh, in, in some way. Um, but yeah, you need, I want, I want more. I want something to actually talk about right now. It's just impatience. I just wish we had something to like dig into and talk about and feel like the Cubs were making progress, but I I guess you could kind of bray you in this group, but like until really, you know, a significant portion of players that you'd think fit for the Cubs go off. It's just impatience for me. Uh, it's fine for now. Once players start going that, you kind of figured maybe would be good picks for the Cubs, then it gets a little mm-hmm. more like, okay, yeah. now it's not impatience. It's like <clears> switching <throat> to fear or, like, you know, whatever. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Well, especially once you had an entire season and a previous off season of patience. Like, mm-hmm. there's been plenty of patience on the side of Cubs fans. I see that uh, Jay says we were number two on his Spotify rap, so thank you. And then Garrett says he, we were number one mm-hmm. on yeah. his Spotify Put a, rap. You should take a screenshot, and if you've – Go to our tweet. We're yeah. retweeting like everyone who's who has us in their like top yeah. five. CHGO underscore Cubs. Yeah, there you go. And I well, gave I'm, a, I'm, get, I'm giving a free shirt to some guy named Eric. Shout out to you, man. And, <laughs> and pound the like button, please. And please. we gotta know, like, like what do we, Jay? What do we have to do to be number one? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. right. What are, we're, we're unless ready you're to listening, do it. unless you're listening to like CHGO Bears yeah, or CHGO Bulls, you know yeah. what I mean. But that's still, fine. that is fine. Yeah. <laughs> But so we prefer to be number one. We prefer to be number one. Does Stucky need to go on more bits or, or do something? Do I need to give away my Jordans? Yeah, yeah. Not going like, to happen. Is that going to get Stucky <laughs> to right number price, one? Or I might. CSGO Cubs at number one next year? Like, I don't know. But. All the Denver guys want me to keep. Everybody from Denver says I need to keep the Jordans and not sell them. <laughs> well, they, they said it was sick. a vibe. They said it was a vibe. You were vibing. Well, yeah, you were they made an album cover out of it, Stuck. Look, I might have to get a did you wait, Did you like the, the, the album name that I gave it? What was your album name? Uh, ready to ready to Vibe. Like, Ready to Die. Mine was Notorious Licensed B-I-G. to Vibe instead of Licensed to Ill, Beastie Boys. Ready to Vibe. But Ready to Vibe kind of rhymes like with that. Ready to ready Die. Ready to Vibe is not bad. Mine was Who You Got. Who like, you, you in all got. capitals. Who you got. <laughs> uh, Mine should just be This App is Free. This App is Free. And by the way... <laughs> Brian has what I said yesterday. He says if there is a frenzy at the meetings and the blood clears in the water and the Cubs don't have a shortstop, might as well cancel that Cubs convention because it'll yeah. get real ugly. Yeah, that Maybe. or then and then if the and Cubs, if the I think you know this, like the CubsCon crowd is not right. necessarily you're the type right. to they're 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 rip, diehards. Rip no matter you know what, what I mean, there would like, be yeah. there would be some booing. The the energy would be bad. Well, Rick but, gets, yeah. I feel like Tom Riggs would get booed regardless. He got booed. Not gonna, he got booed during like the competitive up. window. Yeah. He's well, he's not. not he's, we don't think they're going to do like the town hall meeting. If it, I, that, I, for that's sure. what I would say. Like, if he doesn't do that or he have anything, like, I think that'd be worse if they do, if they don't sign a shortstop or, or a big name in general. If they don't sign a big name in general, and then like they have, still have CubsCon and and Tom, you know, Can't doesn't show doesn't doesn't show money. up like. Yeah. If they sign Correa, you think he shows up and then does the yeah. town hall meeting? Absolutely. It'd be like the, yeah, the you know, the, you know yeah, the when they when they when they release like Microsoft or something like that, like Steve Ballmer and Bill Gates are doing like mm-hmm. the weird dances. That's what I want to see on the, <laughs> on the Cubs convention stage. Uh, I would love that. I'm offended by Michael Collada's comment, but I'm gonna let it pass, man, because you're here every day. But that's okay. That he likes my shoes today better. He likes your shoes today, and, he, and then he called. He called the originals clown shoes, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not gonna call them clown shoes. I he, mean, no, these are all Michael birds. is. They're, Michael is a, again. I'm letting, brand. It, I'm, I'm letting it pass because he's here every day, and like machine. he's a big fan of the show. So you know, I'm letting it pass. But I'm a little offended by it. I just <laughs> want him to know that I'm a little offended by it. And I and I let him say whatever he wants to say. We give him. We we mention him all the time. Now I'm, remember, Cody. He didn't say Cody's clown shoes. 
but I was wearing the exact same shoes. Oh, you were wearing shoes. the same shoes, but with white laces. <laughs> so he's calling my shoes clown shoes, and that's... Well, I'm a little told, offended by it. He told us both yesterday they weren't worth the money. He, he said that was a waste of money. That's fine. I don't well, know. People waste money on all kinds of things. Well, shoes aren't the worst I thing. didn't. I'm not going on StockX and paying 500 bucks no. for them like you know some people are. How much money I waste on Starbucks every week? <laughs> Cubs spend it's basically what, water five million dollars on Jonathan VR last year. You want to talk about, <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, you want to talk about wasted money? Could buy a lot of Jordans yeah. for that. Hey, yeah. but, by the way, his name will come up again in this pod, podcast. Brendan's going to text me in two minutes. Why are you talking about him? Yeah, <laughs> VR and Simmons will come up, and here's where we go. So uh, Jesse Rogers pulled major league executives, eleven of them, right, and talked a little bit about free agency. It's at ESPN.com if you want to read it. Um, specifically about the shortstops, he asked them where they think these players will go. 11 guys. And so then I, the first thing that popped in my mind is who's he talking to, right? Jed, you would assume, is probably one of the execs that he's talking to because Jesse lives in Chicago. Uh, I would guess Friedman is probably one of them. I would guess that Rick Hahn is probably one of them. So now you have three. And then you kind of filter out from there and you figure it out for yourself who Jesse talks to. I'm just going to say that while the results from this poll are not positive for the Cubs, keep in mind that in my opinion, if Jed Hoyer is one of the votes, you can already eliminate that because Jed is never going to say the Cubs are in on somebody or going to sign somebody. Before he does it. So he's going he's gonna to throw out some other name out there, whatever it is. So one of them you can probably eliminate. Mm-hmm. Now, the same would be true if he talked to Friedman and the Dodgers. They're not going to say that this is who we're keeping. And Rick Hahn is never going to say the Cubs are going to get it either. Because he doesn't want that yep. going out. So Trey Turner to the Cubs. How many of the 11 executives to think Trey Turner is going to the Cubs? Zero. Zero. How many think Carlos Correa is going to the Cubs? One. Dansby Swanson, two of the 11. And Xander Bogarts, one of the 11. Listen, you only have to get it right once. Mm -hmm. But these guys are probably basing this on some of what they're hearing. Well, I mean. From other teams. Yeah, I mean, if you 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 do the math, four of them think that they're going to get one of them, right? Four of the 11, right? Yeah, that, that's not great either. I, I am of the belief that they're going to get one. I have been the whole time, and I this stuff I just don't. I don't really care what these guys think. I, I think yeah. we hear executives say things all the time, um, and of course they're hearing stuff. But every it's a, it's all gamesmanship, mm-hmm. right? So like what each executive is hearing, what the agents are putting out there. Everybody's playing their own game, right? Yeah. So I just think it's hard to know what anybody really knows or or like you said Luke like wants to put out there yeah right because you know you don't want to tip your hand so I I don't know I I don't care I I think like you know Jesse in particular I think loves riling up Cubs fans 100 percent that's, that's Gordon definitely and Jesse like to stoke the fire a little bit well but in, and it's odd because yeah. Gordon has switched to Kind of firmly yeah. putting out there, he Cubs thinks they're going to get, get one of them. Yes. So yeah. I, I don't and, know. and that I just, is adding a little pressure to the team. Yes, <laughs> I, I, in my opinion, it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, well, and I think we've there's been off seasons too, where how many of them, however many years ago, were positive that the Cubs were going to get Bryce Harper, right? Yeah. Like sometimes this stuff like is they were in it for him, but then not really. Like it was right. never like full on. Like there, like there's been more smoke about Correa the last year than there ever yeah. was for Bryce mm-hmm. Harper. I just mean like I don't know. It doesn't bother me. It goes back to what I said yesterday about like we again with when Jesse's report yesterday. He's hearing more about uh, was it Bogarts and or yeah Bogarts and Swanson than you know whatever or Turner mm-hmm. and Swanson. Uh, as far as like who the Cubs are connected to, and then you got John Paul Morosi, who's always he's connecting Cubs and, and Correa. So it just goes back to what I'm like: no one really knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like no, there's no general agreement on what yeah. what is happening with the shortstop market. There's right. no agreement on which teams are really in it and which teams aren't. Like there's because how many teams actually ended up showing up on the thing? Like ten, like double digit teams, I think, ended up showing up on this. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Well, that's that's what I'm. I, my next thing was like. Somebody's getting shut out. 
because if you look at the teams that they put on there that are kind of looking for shortstops, who do we have? We have the Phillies. We have the Red Sox. We have the Yankees, Dodgers, Giants, Cubs, Twins, Braves. That's eight teams. Of the guys you'd be accepting of the Cubs signing next week at the winter meetings when Ryan's there, Bogarts, Turner, Correa, Swanson, that, those four would make the fan base mildly happy to very happy, right? Yeah. I think yeah. there's a that, lot of that people. That still leaves four teams with their hands in their pockets and sucking their thumb with the other hand. Like, sure. like <laughs> you don't want to be one of the other yeah. four well, teams. And, right, and, you know, too, like the other thing is it's sort of there's, there's all those domino moves, right? Like I think the Giants in particular are a team where yeah. if they do land Judge, he decides to leave New York – I don't think they're going to also get a, a shortstop. Yeah. If they don't, maybe they push mm-hmm. harder. So, like, some of this is, Turner you know, to the Phillies knows. makes a lot of sense after listening to what Morosi said today. You know, he's close with Bryce Harper. He wants to go to the spring training in Florida, which he is where he's from. On the East Coast. Right? Yeah. And, like, all that kind of stuff. And also, with Harper being out the first month or whatever mm-hmm. it is next season, the Phillies are going to need some yeah. someone. Yeah. And their farm system stinks, so they're going to continue to spend money. Money talks, man. Yeah. And that's what, I'm, yeah. that's what I'm looking at is, like, there are, of these eight teams, they're all pretty much big market teams, and they all pretty much will spend money. So the Cubs can't just be the team that, like, The Twins are the only team in here. Yeah, 100%. Right? If that's the not. Twins end up with Correa long-term, I will be shocked. This is what I'm saying. It's I like will it's, be shocked if he stays in Minnesota. Money yeah. talks. It's, it's, all, it's all about the money. So if the Cubs get outspent for one of these guys they really want, like that is more of an indictment than if like they were up there and the guy just wanted to go somewhere else. Like He just the didn't twin, want to go to the Cubs. Nobody, it's nobody, a different story. That, nobody, yeah. That's not good either. That's no. obviously not positive either, but you can't just be, oh, I didn't want to give another $10 million. Yeah. Like the only, and the only way Carlos Correa goes to the Twins instead of the Dodgers or one of those other teams is – they really back up the money truck. Yeah. Like, n- nobody's saying, I want to spend my whole summer in Minneapolis mm-hmm. over New York, Chicago, Philadelphia. Like, that, that's just not happening. Yeah. So, Correa, let's say Correa is your top choice for shortstop. The, of the 11 executives, four think Yankees, three think Twins, three think Giants, and one thinks Boston, which would, again, create the Bogarts thing kind of spinning around. And, and one thinks Cubs. Correa to the Yankees would be something else. That that would that would be interesting. And then and then the Turner has Phillies, Dodgers, or Giants. So I, I don't know what to make of those lists. Well, I I think I saw circulating somewhere on Twitter this morning that like some of the sports books still have Correa as like a pretty significant favorite to the Cubs. So like what that means? I, tr- I tell you, I knows, trust Vegas right? more than I trust an executive telling your reporter. Unless it's Cody slamming Correa to the yeah, Cubs, just skewing the lines. It's like know. twenty bucks on it every and day. I'm not, I'm not saying executives <laughs> are purposely. Well, well I am saying they purposely it. would lie to a reporter, but they have ulterior motives in what their answer would be for sure. this poll. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Vegas has one ulterior motive: get people to bet. Well, and I think like it. It also comes down to something that all of us have talked about a lot. Like I think a lot of people genuinely do wonder or don't believe that Jed will make the play at the level it needs to be made at, right? Or be allowed to. Right. That being said, they don't know whether he will or not, right? If the Cubs' perception and the general thinking is if it gets to 8 to 10 years, Jed's not going to be interested. I mean, we don't know that, right? That can be the line they put out to the public. That can be the organizational philosophy that they kind of – speak about and stick to but if carlos correa says i'll play at wrigley field sign this right now does jed say okay yeah we'll do it right it makes sense we're gonna do it we don't know right DraftKings still has correa to the cubs at plus 225 as the leading favorite that could just be people slamming carlos correa like cubs fans slamming correa to the cody and well, they, they also have it. Trey Turner. They have the Phillies for Trey Turner as like the Which lead favorite. Lines up with what we think, yeah. So, so. And we'll see. Lines change all the time. Aaron Judge at minus one sixty five for the Yankees. So, yeah. But well, well, like, I'd agree with that. I don't think he's leaving. In other news, I just realized that you can bet on college hockey on DraftKings, which has well, nothing to do with this, but is interesting to me. The Aaron Judge <laughs> thing, they were um, almost <laughs> split. Between he stays with the Yankees 
And then the other half would be Dodgers or a West Coast or Giants. Giants. Yeah. yeah, a yeah. West Coast. Because he's a West Coast kid. And seven of the 11 think he's going to get more than $320 million. Now, my question about the shortstop thing is, if they had, again, there's at least eight teams heavily pursuing one of these star shortstops. There's only really four that you're super interested in. Let's play worst-case scenario. Four other big spenders outbid the Cubs. Because that's the only way they're getting... They're getting outdone. Is is they get outspent by somebody? Somebody goes over the top. I don't think the twins are even a factor unless they overspend. So, let's say they get left out of the top four. What's what's your alternative? Well, your alternative is somebody that's played shortstop or is playing shortstop potentially for one of those teams, right? That is now going to be available because they've replaced their shortstop. That group isn't great. Or this list does not excite me. I, I saw the Athletic put out the top 10 available shortstops at some point this offseason, right? Included in that top 10, Elvis Andrews, played for the Sox last year briefly. He's going to be 34 next year. Didi Gregorius, 33 next year. Is, is that the backup plan? Because I got to tell you guys, the bad news is that the two guys after that are Jonathan VR and Andrelton Simmons in the top 10. Never again. In the top 10. <laughs> Never again. So that, we know that's not going to happen. So are you telling me that Elvis Andrus and Didi Gregorius are your backup plans? Well, I think First the, of all, you're not moving Nico Horner for either. Right, of those I think guys. the backup plan is you're looking at a second baseman. Like Gene Segura or something yeah. like that. That would yeah. probably be the and Nico's Adam Frazier or yeah. something like that. Which, or, like, when you when you compare those names to, or, to the top four names, or, those, that's pretty good. Could Elvis Andrus play third? Possibly. Uh, when you compare those names to the top four shortstops, that's just that's just a steep drop. Like honestly, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's four teams are going to be left with a massive drop off. It's such a drop off that like I don't even at that point. It's like okay, just roll with magical. Right, I think magical. Second, yeah. I'd rather just roll with magical. That's, that's sort of way the way I, I think. I, I hate it. Don't like, don't again, do that. again, yeah, don't do I that. don't want that's, that that's to happen. I'm just saying. saying but if one. you're gonna if you swing and miss on the big shortstops, then you better go swing. And hit a home run with whatever is left in the in the pitching market. Yeah, yeah. Which they got. It. Which I with the way it. that they're like, trying to build the team wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Correct. That's why the the so the that's big why getting one of these four have to like the, when, one of these four have to be the guy, no, man. It also again gets, the only possibility is if you if you swoop in and grab Judge. That's the yeah. only way not paying or, the shortstop is okay. Or if you make a major trade. Which got a lot more difficult. Yeah, with yeah, the injuries. With Davis and yeah. I mean, I and like the thing. Sometimes, like when I think about these off seasons, and sometimes it doesn't work this way. But like, part of the way that I like to evaluate this stuff is like, are some of the expectations stuff that we set, or did they set them? And like, you look at some of the stuff. Like Jed said this stuff. I didn't ask yeah. him to say this stuff. Yeah. He's the one that said. You know, he talked about shortstop specifically. Heavy and, on and shortstop. Heavy on middle infield defense. He mm -hmm. mentioned that recently, right? And how good the Cubs have been up the middle in recent years when they had so much success. Mm -hmm. He's the one that said this lineup wasn't good enough. It needs more power. It needs more oomph, right? Yeah. Like, he's the one that this, I think in his end of the year presser maybe, talked about how, like, good teams blow teams out. Yep. Right? They that. don't play yeah. too many close games. I didn't say that. You guys didn't say that. We didn't sex it, set that expectation. Yeah. Jed Hoyer, unprompted, he said what he said. right? Mm -hmm. Put that out there. It and it, I always go back to the one time that happened, and you know, I I believe the funnel got shut up, uh, shut off at the top. But like after 2018, right? Theo said the offense broke. It was broken, and then they didn't do anything. Yeah, right. and they like that Daniel was Descalso. one. They signed Daniel Descalso. Oh, God, Brendan's going to be so by, mad. By today. the way, it's too many, too many. The Cubs are the ones that said wheelbarrows of cash too. Right, yeah. and, and so Kenny, that's, financial guy, that's yeah. one of those things where it was like everybody was mad at them that off season. And justifiably, it was like, you said that. The fans didn't say, hey, you need to fix the offense. This is what we want. It's like, you got on a microphone and mm -hmm. said that. So it's like, yeah. when when people are saying like, oh, you know, the Cubs are going to be cheap. Why are you expecting them to do this? Lower your expectations. I'm like, I'm we're going along with what the man in charge said. He put that out there. So when you're talking about you don't land one of the shortstops, right? And we're looking at that list. That doesn't solve what Jed said. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. So it's but like there's no guarantee, I, I, even if he goes with the most money, that somebody's going to choose the Cubs. Of course, yeah. Now, now, 
Wrigley Field and the fan base and our city should factor into that. Like, that's how you beat out Minneapolis, yeah. even if they offer slightly more money. Now, Tom makes a great point on the chat, and it's something I've been kind of pushing, too, is like, be the first one to push the domino. He want Tom says, I want them to sign Correa before Judge makes the decision mm -hmm. because the teams that are going heavy on Judge, if they don't get them, for instance, if it's the Yankees switch. don't get Judge, Ouch. then they're going to throw boatloads of cash at Carlos Correa. The Yankees are not going to be left with nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you let Judge sign somewhere else first, if Judge goes to the Giants or the Dodgers, now you have to compete with the, the Giants and the Yankees being huge spenders in the free agent market. Yeah. yeah, Huge spenders. So that's why I say the Cubs would be smart to put out an offer that is bigger than the rest right now and be like, Let's do it before the winter meetings. Push yeah, the domino. Yeah. And, like, the thing, like, I, it's also, it, it solves all of those issues, right? Yes. Even if you don't do anything else, right? You bring in one of those shortstops, you can say, we did add power to the lineup. We did make the offense better. We did add oomph. We do have a better middle infield. And then you're done. You don't it, even have to spend any more money. And technically speaking, you'd be able to say, we did what we told you we were going to do. We have a star. Go to Wrigley Field. Watch Marquee. Here's the guy. It's Carlos Correa. There you go. Even if yeah. the signing doesn't work out long-term, it gives the fan base something for now until the prospects get there. Mm -hmm. It gives you that hope. It builds your franchise. Even if long-term, seven years from now, the guy is a total mm -hmm. loser. Well, and then it just puts you in so much <laughs> for better... For lack of a better word. A it just puts you in so much better total position <laughs> to be good next year. Well, yeah. like not me. World, you know, not World loser. Series contender, but just good next year. A team that can you know be above five. Saw what he did yeah. with a Twins team that be was in the playoff that race. Begin with. Yes. I mean, the Brewers yeah. are seem to be getting worse. The Cardinals, mm -hmm. I haven't. I mean, they probably will improve because of the Cardinals, but you know they haven't improved yet. Any team that has Lars Newbar on his World Series bound. At some point, yeah. Lars I, Newbar, I, I, he, help us he just won in the MVP, but at some point, like they're number two on DraftKings, mid to late thirties, enough yeah. already. Yeah. Right, yeah. like the Cardinals are number two on DraftKings for landing Correa. Yeah, they're a plus five fifty. That that ought to put. The fear in your heart. But this is this is a, they're, they're, they're not active in free agency. Remember how everyone said that they're going to be all in on Contreras? Well, let's well not the, then yesterday this. we hear that the Astros are all in on Contreras. Yeah, we'll get to that. that. We'll like, get to that. I don't know, but I, I just like I, when I look at it. <laughs> I'm not afraid about the Cardinals in free agency. The whole the whole reason Never to go been. out and and try to get one of these guys, or even you know get a Correa, get a couple other good pieces to add, is like yeah, you're not going to win next year, but why not try to compete for a division like. You're not gonna. You probably won't win the World Series because they're gonna be better that's teams should, than you that's should, that's in the playoffs. Fair expectations. Look at how yes, far the Phillies went. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say is that you get there, even if you don't make it all the way, you still give yourself a chance. Right. And this is the division to do it in because it's just not that good. Yep. Right. It's just not that good. I do think the Pirates will be an improved team, but they don't like. I know they did. They did sign Santana for like the biggest free agent contract they've they've made in, like since 2016, yeah. and they have some young pieces, but like. They're they're a team that could be like the Cubs next year, like the 2022 Cubs that like maybe wins like 70 games or something because they do have young players, but their ownership like their ownership is worse than the the Cubs if you want to talk about spending money and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like oh, like there are significantly oh. worse owners in, in MLB than than Tom Ricketts, right? Like, and the Pirates are right up there, and the Reds are the same. Michael Collada is typing. But, they, but both of those teams have really have a lot of young talent. Coming out of There's, <laughs> they have two of the top like prospect systems in, mm -hmm. in in minor leagues right now. Like they have some guys, but like, are they going to spend some money to like actually put something out there? No. no, they never do. So like that's why they're never scary. And then like the Brewers just trading Hunter Renfro for a bag of balls. I mean. Oh man, I I'm looking forward to that franchise just falling apart. I wish like that they does. were, you know, I still I, celebrating game 163 it's like such it's such a, a winner's right? And I, I I'm sorry I for wish, cutting you off. No, it's of course uh, <laughs> to talk about to talk bad about the Brewers, please. Anytime. <laughs> um, I like it is. I get you know where the Cubs are at. We've talked about this a million times, like you know what they're doing and like this path that they're on. I I do wish that they were clearly, and maybe they will be. We'll see. Like. Be more aggressive with the way the division is because, and we've seen it, right? Like you look at 2015, the Cubs won 97 games. They finished in third place. Two teams in that division won 97 plus games and did not win the division and had to go play in a wild card game. 
right? Like sometimes you, know, you look across the league, the AL East is like this all the time. Sometimes you can be in a good position. Your prospects are ready. You're spending money. The team is ready to go. Too bad. There's two teams in your division that have it better than you and their prospects are better than yours. Like right now, this division stinks. Not, yeah. You know, like the, the Cardinals have some, Was some it good like 92 players. Wins, 93 wins, 93 wins. Right, but like, like, and it's it's Goldschmidt and Arenado. Like they're really right now heavily relying on two guys, one of which is on the older and, side, even though he just won the And they're NBA hoping game, guys right? like Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill. Oh, yeah, like Tyler O'Neill was really good two not years this ago. season, but the year before. Yeah. yeah. And Dylan Carlson's one of their top outfield prospects. Yeah, the Tommy reason Edmund. that they didn't want to trade for Juan Soto, I'm just saying the facts. And and then they got a bunch of other guys. Right. But their pitching is honestly the thing that's kind of holding them back from being a real true World Series contender, unless Jack Flattery gets back to number one starter form, which you just can't bank on. Right. What I, if I, I, I love I, I love Cody mispronouncing everyone's name? He's a cardinal. Who cares? It, it's, it's, but it's like not even flattery, flatter, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Flaherty. Honestly, Flaherty. He's the one guy on that team that I actually like. He's good. And that's he only because really a good. lot of cardinal fans hate him. For the first one, like two months of twenty twenty one, he was like a Cy Young contender, and he was really yeah. good. Michael, and then he got hurt. Michael Collada, I'm gonna make your head explode. But what if Tom in the chat is actually Tom Ricketts? It's just a T. There's no picture, but he says <laughs> even an aging Correa would play great third base, a la Machado and A Rod. And earlier he said uh, Jed also said we'd be raising the payroll. What if what if that's actually Tom Ricketts burner account on hmm. YouTube chats? <laughs> just Tom, he's just going by wild. Tom. Just giving you a little Tom and Will he's Matt. sitting at home in Evanston right now, just like tuning in to the CSU Cubs. I, I like what I'm Tom, reading, Tom man. On the, right? like, <laughs> Tom on the North Shore. Good. Reveal yourself, Tom. <laughs> Let's it, hope so. Yeah, seriously. We need we need a little a little bit of light in our lives. Uh, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. So ComEd is offering a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights, learn about the network lighting that can operate your lights through your mobile device, track your facility's energy usage, and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than ever before. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz now to start saving money and energy. Start a project, contact them at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, email businessee at comed.com or publicsectoree.com. At comed.com. And like, remember we were talking about like the LED lights they put in? At the Wrigley, LED. yeah. It's going like, to save you, some money in the long run. And we're like, but if you want to look at them, like you got to make sure you got your shades on. That's right. You on. look up at the lights now, to see the home runs. If you want, now I can go look up. Like Corey could have had those looking up in the lights at, while he was ice skating at Wrigley That's yesterday. Right. Should have had a shady raise. Shady Rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You drop them in a lake, off a cliff, anything, they'll replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you holding in my hand seems just as good as any expensive pair that I have ever worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. You get free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free. You get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem that code CHGO only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. Very good. I like the pair I got. They kind of wrap around the eye. Like I said, I want those for 
fishing. So nice. in the water, in the sunlight, if you're facing the wrong direction, that sunlight's not. Okay, nice. I could have put. Shame. Those are nice. I should have had them. these on. For those are multi-purpose. I should have had these on for when Sarah flashed the, that light on right in my <laughs> eyes. I like almost blinded. I need me. them from when I'm riding the scooter down on a nice day here in the fall slash winter. Whenever I actually can ride the scooter. Yeah, well, I, yes. I I need them all the time for all the flash bulbs of paparazzi when I got my Jordan ones on. Sure, you know, I also the need them. Click, 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 oh click, my click, god, click, is click, that click, Luke Stuckmeyer? Old school flash bulbs. <laughs> I also need them when I'm going on a bad streak on DraftKings to just like cover my face in embarrassment. You know, like there's a lot of reasons to get shady rays, and being a degenerate is a good reason. That's Cody's tagline. <laughs> <laughs> By the uh, way, did the, you see Tom was on there? Tom, maybe Ricketts, was going, mwah, mwah. And you keep posting my stuff. You can believe whatever you want. A lot of saying, show your face, chicken. (laughs) He's embracing that it might be Tom Ricketts. I like, uh, here's Nick uh, Nicholas. I can't say your last name, man. I'm sorry. Um, His comment. Matchik? Yeah, I don't. Sure. I think Uh, that might be right. He says, uh, you passed it, Sarah. There there it is. Go back down. It's the orange jury. The yeah, right the there. One, there yeah. What do you guys think of uh, Brandon Jury as a utility infield type? Do we have too many of those guys already? The only reason I wanted to read it is because he is someone that we haven't talked about. He's got really. power, right? Yeah, yeah. So he had some big playoff moments for the Padres this year. Um, you know, like, I, I, I don't have his numbers up. I guess I could look it up before I really say anything else, but... I don't mind him, but he shouldn't be number one priority for sure. No. Um, but I think there's upside that, with a guy like that. That's probably why we haven't talked about him at all. No, yeah. He's a good – He offers he's as a much good power, I think, as almost anybody. He's a player, yeah. He hits lefties really well at a 123 WRC plus last year. He was a three-win player, mm-hmm. you know. What's his um, ISO? 2021. 114 WRC plus, so 28 home runs last year. I think for a guy that yeah. probably wouldn't cost that much. OPS. Um that helps him play, some play of the multiple positions. Offense like, losing. You know, I mm-hmm. think he's the type of guy that maybe you look at if you if you do go and get one of those shortstops, you kind of add someone like that to build around with, you know, and then you have he's 30. Patrick Wisdom if you're playing giving Matt Mervis a shot, et cetera. Like those are the guys that kind of fill around. And, it could be, and help uh, the only, only thing that makes me think that maybe that's not what the Cubs are looking to do is just because they have, you know, they uh, obviously already have McKinstry, and they got those, uh, you know, those two guys off waivers. It was um, the guy from the Rays. Oh man, I can't remember. Miles Masteroni and who was his last guy? They just picked off waivers. Ryan uh, Ryland Bannon. Oh yeah, right. Just a, just a, a bunch of like right. guys that played multiple infield positions. Like, I mean, I, I think Drury would obviously seem like a you know an upgrade from any of those guys. But it, just the fact that they're like kept keeping those guys all in the forty man right now makes me think that that's not at least for now. It's not what they're like. What the Cubs are looking to do right Dude. away. And it's, that's just what the feeling I get from this. Somebody's got to sure, be moved right out of that group. Somebody's yeah, got to be involved in the three. trade. Well, and I think because it, otherwise it's like when the Bears collected twenty tight ends yeah. the one year. It's like <laughs> you can't play them all. I think right. hopefully, like a lot of those guys are depth and especially like upper level minors depth and you know some of them are interesting players i think uh was it, it it's bannon right yes Ryland the, bannon. you know he's been playing by like the dodgers the braves like clearly there's smart teams that are interested but right. you know didn't really have a spot for him uh but we can't you know we can't do that at the major league level again we've we've done that for a couple years now we got to move on I, from that i'm looking at his, is fine though i'm Shut looking up. at his stats you know the last couple of years and i know Corey said some of them but like honestly like you know he was okay with arizona in 2017 had a 1.8 war for like the type of player that he is uh, but then you know in 2018 2019 2020 minus war um just wasn't good at all and that was with multiple teams 2021 was with the mets um, and was okay, uh, nothing special, 114 WRC+. plus. But last year was like his big, big year for 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 his type at mm-hmm. least. So what I'm getting at with that is it's not like he's going to be expecting a f- uh, four- or five-year deal. I think you can get him maybe on a one- or a two-year deal, and that's something like what the Cubs are looking for, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't mind the idea of him. Again, if you can get a Correa or a Bogarts or Swanson or Turner, whatever – Get one of those guys, and then adding Dury just kind of adds more depth at a, the major league level. Um, but if you don't get one of those guys, he is someone that I would say, okay, 
he's next. And again, he's not going to be beg or he's not going to be demanding a four or five year deal. You can get him on a one or two year deal. And I guess I, I, again, I'm not, in, I'm not asking for this. I'm saying that this would be the next, this would be plan B at that position. In my opinion, based off what we saw last year from him, he could, you know, fill in as a stopgap, and he showed that he was pretty good last year. Yeah. And you could put him in there, and then, you know, he can he can play multiple positions, so you can kind of move him around. Again, though, it's just it's it it's not as exciting. He'd well, be one of those Miggy Montero signings, Drew. right? Yeah, that's yeah. the type of signing he is. One that's not going to be like, whoa, look at the big move they made, but could be a solid player mm-hmm. that could still be around and and be useful to the Cubs and you may look back on it and say well that was that was a nice signing you don't yeah. you just don't know um I well, think players like that are how you if you you know you have to make the big splash first sure yeah. but like Agreed. players like that around a Correa where it's like you're not you know you maybe you don't make a ton of like you know jump off the page exciting moves but you get the big the big fish and then you just add some pieces mm-hmm. I think Drury is one of those guys that represents like okay like without selling out for 2023 and doing what they talk about not wanting to do, like mortgaging the future, how do we make 2023 maybe more competitive, mm-hmm. right? And I think, like, he's that type of player. Short-term deal maybe helps out, and you see what happens. This is from uh, Dennis, Dennis Lynn of The Athletic. Uh, early November, um, just kind of a, an article on uh, Brandon Drury, and he said uh, for, as far as projected salary goes, a uh, two-year, $15 million deal feels like a reasonable well this is someone else's contract but he said it feels like a reasonable comp for what Drury who has a similar career slash line can roughly expect two years 15 million dollars is a is that nothing that's a that's like nothing yeah, for like nothing. for the Cubs or a team like the Cubs with well one with that much space which is also how much revenue they get yeah how big mark you know big market team like two years seven and a half AAV seven and a half million AAV that's nothing yeah that could easily be spent on Brandon Drury but like Corey says that shouldn't be like the first. That should be like one of the complimentary moves that comes around a bigger piece coming to the Cubs. That, yes. That's what it should be. Agreed. Again, Miguel, find your Miguel Montero. That's okay too, but not if you don't sign one of the big fish. Yeah. You still need your Lester this offseason. I'm not saying a pitcher, but you need somebody that's going to be someone you can build around the young players, someone that they can gravitate to that has been there done that proven that and so while you know you throw out a name like Nimmo maybe Nimmo could be your high-end Dexter Fowler I I don't know but those aren't going to move the needle and Sean uh and some other Serpico said something about Bodie listen that hopefully that's not the offseason we're having that we're mentioning Descalso and Bodie and Madrigal like that was that's what we were talking about last offseason this offseason should have much bigger names in it. And I'm not saying those guys aren't part of the team or have no future. I, listen, I don't know how they're going to fit in. Hope they don't. But that's not what you should be worrying about at all right now if you're the Cubs. You can as a fan because I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm just saying mm-hmm. the Cubs better be worrying about bigger fish than Bodie or Madrigal or McKinstry or any of those guys. And that doesn't mean they can't be on the team. That just means... They have bigger needs than worrying about how utility guys are going to fit into this team. Period. Um, one thing we also saw who was it had Will, was it Gammons? No, yeah. it was Rosenthal that talked about Wilson Contreras. Oh yeah, yeah. Back linking him back to the Astros again and again. You know, obviously he's, his Cubs career is over. I just found it fascinating that the Astros would revisit that. That they are going to talk to him at the winter meetings. They've had conversations with them and that they would look at him in left field, DH, and center. Can you imagine Abreu and Contreras both ending up with the Astros and Dusty Baker and it'd be Chicago South? Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. The one like, thing that I found interesting from what Rosenthal said about Contreras and the Astros is that the Astros mainly want to use him in the outfield. Like left field. He said left like field. Like left field or DH. And then, yeah. and then catch occasionally. That's like... That's huge. Like it's a huge tidbit to that to me in my opinion. Because yeah. a lot, like all of us, everyone in the chat was like, "Why not just sign Contreras?" Because blah 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 this and blah 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 that. Well, it kind of goes back to what all the rumors were at the deadline on why the 
why there wasn't a lot of interest for him because they didn't want to have to, you know, get him accumated with the pitching staffs and stuff like that. Right. And it looks like the Astros are still going to roll with Maldonado and whoever else they probably – well, maybe, he, maybe he'll be the backup catcher but will be more of a left fielder DH type. And so – that kind of tells me everything about what the Cubs see him as a catcher, and they have Ian Happ in left field. Maybe that's why. Like, do you want Wilson Contreras DHing every day? I, I guess that's not the biggest problem or biggest issue. Like, but also like we're also thinking like if they signed a first baseman, they could platoon with first base and DH as well. So it's like all of all of that put together. It's kind of like okay, I can kind of see why the Cubs aren't really that haven't really been that interested in an extension because of how they feel about him as a catcher at this point. And if, if the Astros are saying the same thing, then I guess what the Cubs are thinking is kind of justified in a way. And again, this is just what Rosenthal said in the article. And that was reported at the deadline too, as to why the market didn't really shape up beyond what we now know was Houston, who's still showing interest in him. I, I would have to look, I know it has its like, um, you know, little quirks, obviously, but I feel like left field at that ballpark is a good place to stick someone yes. who isn't really yeah. a left fielder. It's a flat yeah. wall. Playing yeah, it man. off the wall Rosenthal is a it's mess like for anybody. Easy, right? The second well, easiest. There's yeah. a reason why Jordan Alvarez plays so much left field. Right. He's not yeah. just strictly a DH because that's not – I mean, if a ball goes over your head, it's going over the wall. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. And, and the Crawford like, boxes are <laughs> If it hits the wall, it's yeah. hard for anybody, even yeah. good fielders. So, it's like, you know, it's going to bounce forever. There's not a lot forever, of space so. to cover yeah. in left field, so yeah. that would make sense. But he's also like – he's a guy that came up in the system playing a bunch of different positions. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at when the last time he actually played left field was. Um, and I mean, looks, Joe Madden, right? I mean, he played a couple games over the last few years. He played five games in 18 – Four and seventeen. He actually yeah. played twenty four games in left field and tw- in sixteen. Joe was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, he he didn't play a ton of outfield during his like minor league career. Um, but he is a guy that was athletic enough to have played you know third base and, and yeah. just a bunch of different positions it, across minimum, the field. Minute Maid Park in Rosenthal's article, he says that left field is the second smallest in the majors after Fenway Park. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So. Well, yes, obviously. But that's what I'm saying. Is like He's a guy, he's doesn't, you're not, you're not going to pay him or anything or expect him to be a gold glove left field, but you don't really need to be a gold glove left fielder to play that right. in, in Minute Maid Park. Um, he's athletic. He has a great arm. We know that. Um, he's a guy that could probably be more serviceable in that left field than, the, than what they get with Jordan Alvarez well, right like now. The he'd, team be an upgra- he'd be an upgrade in that left field, and also they'd be turning him into – just a different type. Instead of having him as a full-time catcher, you, they'd be turning him into a different type of utility player. Mm-hmm. And the DH allows that, but he could play outfield. Mm-hmm. He's also a guy you could play at catcher if you have a pitcher who's worked with him all spring training yep. and you're playing 23 games in 24 days or you have the double headers and you need somebody to just catch one game. That's kind of what it sounds like they would use them for. Yep. And they've also said they're willing to go above the, track, the tax threshold. So the money part of investing in him, you are getting a bat. Don't get me wrong. Like, you're getting an all-star level bat for a guy that would have that type of role on your team. Left field, DH, catcher, versatile. Could even throw him at first base once if you had him. So he does fit that. And if Wilson is able to take just slightly less money – be on a team that's obviously going to be a top three contender for the World Series again next year, that might be a real good fit for him. Better than St. Louis. It's tough to beat. And and I think, you know, a lot of, I know you guys talked about it a lot. So like, you know, I don't want to get into the Abreu stuff too much, but like even reading like the Red Sox, it sounds like tried really hard for Jose Abreu. It says they talked to him um, right away. You know, he was their number one target or whatever. The Astros are a tough destination to beat right they're really good and they're clearly willing to spend the money now to kind of keep this window going they mm-hmm. they have a really they have been up to this point they're kind of changing some of their management um maybe and not the for other, the better had to get a new gm right because right? right. the other guy quit or got and, fired you know so I, we'll see how that goes as they transition to that but like they're a, they have been a well-run organization but you know those runs don't always last forever, and mm-hmm. they're clearly looking at it like, look, we've got 
good young talent, but we need a little more. Like, let's keep pushing the chips in and keep trying to win championships while this window is when you replace open. when you replace Correa with Jeremy Pena. I mean, makes things a lot easier. Makes things yeah. a lot easier. But it's just right? it's, it's but they also tough, have Bregman and they also have Altuve and those Kyle Tucker, like, Kyle Tucker, yeah, like they're loaded and Alvarez, right? Like these are all guys that they grew themselves that right. I just yeah, named. When right? you replace Correa with Christian Hernandez in four or five years, it'll feel good. I hey, hope it's less than it four here. and five yeah. years, honestly, because I think Christian Hernandez is a 2025 target if all things go well. He was in rookie ball this yeah. year, so I assume he'll probably be in Myrtle Beach right. next three, season. Three years, be. but then he moves over to third in three years, and Nico's at Luke's second. pushing him through the system fast. <laughs> well, uh, he said four to five years. He's on the PCA I said four schedule. To five. Just <laughs> three, four years. Yeah. Three, four years. It'll be a little bit of time. I, I would take something we also talked about. Like, I don't really like the Astros, but – I, I, as I said, no one does. Wilson, the, the Cardinals <laughs> connection was too much. So anywhere but St. Louis, go ahead, Wilson, get your money. Do whatever you want. Go play <laughs> left field. I don't care. Uh, Cody, so, now you, you were betting on what team this morning? Uh, Navy and Lipscomb. <laughs> you let me know where Lipscomb is because I have no idea where Lipscomb is. Uh, he was like into it, too. He I had, had a teaser. Yeah. He was like Hard standing board. over the table watching I had watching a teaser. I had the plus. over 134 and a half. And for Lipscomb to cover a half point, Lipscomb. as in just win Lipscomb. the game. You heard it right. I told and, him. And they won, and the over hit. It was – I want to bet before 2 p.m. It's, it's, a, it's a great feeling, guys. Chapstick and penicillin will fix that. <laughs> yeah. Lipscomb. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> is, this, is this where I tell you what I'm betting tonight? Yeah, now? what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week? Okay, so I've done this before. I've told you that there's these these promos on DraftKings tonight. They have a promo where if you just opt in for one free bet on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, it's for the NBA. All it is, basically, it's a free bet because you can just place the first bet you place on the NBA after you opt in. If it loses, you get your money back as a free bet. That's nice. So I'm slamming the Bulls money line at plus 180 against the Suns because – while I don't understand them, they have beat good teams this year. I think they can go on the road road tonight. Two ga- two game win streak they're on at plus one eighty. I'll take this. Sh- I'll take the chance because again, if they lose, then you get them. You get your bet back. So make sure you opt in on that and then slam Bulls money line. All right, I like that. That's what I'm doing. Well, who's who's uh, Lipscomb play next? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, just <laughs> you know if you were a big fan. I'm also taking UNC <laughs> to beat. Uh, Indiana tonight. That's that's the big the big college basketball game tonight. That I'm I have, about. I have an idea for a game that we're gonna play next week, and I don't want you to cheat on this. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with some of the most obscure team nicknames in sports, and knowing that Cody has probably gambled on DraftKings on all of these teams, we're gonna see how many Cody can get right. Do not. <laughs> I do not want you to cheat on this just because you know the game ahead of time. I think it sounds like a fun, like, five- to ten-minute game of Cody, who, do the, who are the Learn racers? Learn how much of a degenerate Cody is right here. Lipscomb. <laughs> Unbelievable. Lipscomb. Uh, game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you thought you never could, maybe 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats, at a concert, it's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Bulls tickets created by the fans for the fans, guaranteeing the lowest price. If you love CHGO, you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Cody did the Illinois Northwestern, who really owns Chicago. For Chicago's Big Ten team, you did it for that, right? I did, yeah. And now we got the big tailgate coming mm-hmm. again on Sunday against the Packers. Perfect time to use game time. Perfect time. We don't know who's going to be quarterback yet, I don't believe. But regardless, it's a chance to see them potentially beat Aaron Rodgers because the Packers stink too. Yeah. So, it's the one game I want them to win the rest of the year. Yeah, that's it. I just want them to beat the Packers. Now, if Jordan Love plays, though, then I'm all about the tank. I, I, now, I if Jordan Love plays, I want them to beat them even more because I just want to be like, if you don't get Rodgers, like Jordan Love is awful. I want to, I want to be able to say Jordan Love's awful, it's and the Packers have it's not going to hit the same. I, I oh, want hit the same. I want the opposite. Here's, 
I was on board with beating the Packers and Aaron Rodgers for the maybe the final time and Fields showing like you don't own us, yada, yada, yada. Then I thought, uh, you're close enough to that number two pick. Don't do anything stupid now. Now, the players aren't going to do that, but I'll take the number two pick. Then I thought to myself, Jordan Love, same thing. Saw, pull the okie doke. You let him throw touchdowns left and right. Who cares if you lose? It's leading to the number two pick. Then when he shows up next year, they think they actually have their future quarterback, and he sucks. Mm, that's a good spin zone. Yeah. I you like throw that. some cornerbacks out there that, you know, he Corey and I can be running on the corners, and Ryan will be playing safety. That's what ought to happen against the Packers. He looked pretty let good in garbage more. time. He looked pretty good in garbage time against the Eagles. That's I'm sure what I'm afraid of. I'm sure their unbearable fan base was just all <laughs> freaking excited about it. Stupid. Stupid people oh. from Wisconsin. By the way, I heard uh, Green Mexico Ridge Farm is in on the tailgate. Got the Green Ridge Farm meats coming meat again. Sticks. Got mm. the meat sticks. I'm hoping for the the uh, brats. The brats were real good last time. Remember last time I wore this sweatshirt? I got the the brat grease <laughs> on this sweatshirt as everybody was worried. I got it out of the sweatshirt. Yep. I did learn at the last tailgate, which was a wonderful time. It and was. You should consider joining us uh, I'll be this there. weekend yeah. at Luke... I, was it a sausage or a hot dog? A bratwurst, I believe. It, whatever it was, he eats them dry. Yeah, I do. I straight. Really? No I, would, I would put a little sauerkraut, sauerkraut on a brat. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I'm, I'm not a mustard guy, and I'm not a mayo guy. So that eliminates two condiments. Yeah, but does ketchup really go with a bratwurst? I don't know, but I wouldn't eat it dry. That's what, that's what we're talking about. If it's good meat. Right. It's not an well, issue. Now that when being you have said, a meat as fine as Green Ridge Farm, Chicago's <laughs> finest. He's such a pro. When you when you when you have these all natural true, meats though. from Green Ridge Farm, you don't need condiments on your bratwurst. No, I, what they, you it need is, is a great, solid Chicago bun and a solid bratwurst from Chicago. Don't get this crap from Wisconsin. <laughs> don't get this crap. It, from it, it, you you are correct, but even better with a little bit of mustard. That's all. Shout out to Robert. He says he's yeah. in Wisconsin. That's unfortunate, my friend. 15 minutes from uh, Miller Park. I'm not going to call it what you called it, Robert. Am fan. Uh, love yeah. watching the Brewers implode. Let's go, Cubbies. Hell yeah. See, we love having him there's, planted up there's there. There's very few things that were good about last season, and watching the Brewers implode was great. And watching <laughs> Christian Yelich continue to be the fraud that he is. Here we go. It's just this, oh, it is chef's kiss material. I'm going to tell my kids about it at, for, at bedtime. And I don't even have kids, so just wait for that and like planning. Yeah, family it's planning. All pl- it's all part of story time for when I have kids one day. See, Colada goes Chicago. He goes hot Colada goes Chicago style. He goes Jardinera. Sure. <laughs> I'm also not a Jardinera guy. Peppers. I'm not really I'm not on either, peppers. But I love Portillos though. Gonna, but I also I love Greenwich Farms. Greenwich Farms good too. But I said Portillos because it's like yeah, just goes one in one. You know, yeah. oh, the the beefs. Yeah. I go there for the beefs. Yeah. I also go there for the fries, and I go there for the cake shake. But really, I go there for the chocolate cake. The eclair cake is great, if too. Portillo's wants to... Well, they have a spon- lemon cake in the spring. This <laughs> if they want to sponsor us... Like, well, I was going to say that it. When, you're in, when you're at the winter meetings, you might want to tell Jed, like, listen, man, you got to spend some money. We're talking about cake on the podcast. Like, yeah, come on, dude. You <laughs> We're know, down give to a, talking about give us, give us a relief picture to talk about. You know, like, come on. <laughs> no ketchup on a bratwurst. How did you get that stain out? I had a little, uh, my wife had some sort of degreaser. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it was. It was a liquid that I put on there. You, know, you let it set, and then you rinsed it out in some hot water, and it took it right out, and I washed it. So, yeah, that's, I, I won't wear this sweatshirt next time I eat a brat because it's too light Smart color. Smart idea, Stuck. Yeah. Uh, hey, Corey, you went ice skating. You, you did the uh, Winterland without us. I did. Must be nice. Yeah. He was out there. I'll be there Saturday. Pirouette. Now you're going without I'm, us too? I'm going Saturday. Yeah. Uh, her family's coming to the city and they want to go. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Our good friend Greg Bragg is going to be there though. So Now do you skate? Oh, happy belated birthday. No, I, I'm not Greg going Bragg. to skate. You're not no. going to put the skates no, 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 on. No, no, I'm not that's, a skates guy. As I told you, that's why I'm happy to go again. It was very nice and I live close by. I, but I just wanted to go out and skate. So I was out there for like. You know, forty-five minutes, and if I go nice. with a group and they don't skate, I have to kind of be like, "All right, cold. see ya. I'm going ice skating." Right. Oh, they keep the ice going because so. it wasn't like it was a little, it was a little wet. slushy. Yeah, it was like really. playoff ice. I, bet I mean, today it, was it was okay to skate, mushy. but it, when it gets that warm, it's a little, it's yeah. a little wet. Yeah, but the colder the weather's still coming. Yeah. Well, today it's freezing out there. I bet it's 
nice out there today to like skate. Oh yeah, it's probably hardened up. When it was, I mean, it was fine yesterday, and I, you know, I went. Well, early I'm saying in the it's afternoon. probably even better oh, today. Yeah. Though. yeah, but it was nice, you know, just wearing like a hoodie. And you know, yeah, to Michael Collada's point about Winterland, when you go in, it's interesting. They make you sign a waiver that says if you come in and go ice skating, we're gonna take your money and not give it to any MLB players. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, I really want to go ice skating at Wrigley Field, so. I signed it. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, guys. What's what's the five dollars that I paid to get in is enough for them not to uh, sign any players? It's the same thing so, when you go to the Foo right. Fighters concert. Just know mm-hmm. this money's going to Dave Grohl and not to your free agents. <laughs> right. Sorry. Uh, here, here's this is if you're watching on YouTube. There this is just foot. beautiful video. Yeah. It's Ooh. that's the whole thing. Big foot guy. Huh? Yeah. Sorry. One leg. He's skating on one leg. So we just assume you're doing some sort of. This is right before you do well, the I'm triple like, sow cow. You know, I mean, I'm, right you know, you're ice that. skating. There's other people out there, so I didn't want to do a big, long video. But. Were you doing, Were you doing? did you do, what do they call <laughs> it, the snowblower, the whitewash? Like the hockey players will give, you know, the goalie, the whitewash. and it's, no. it's like the guy with the snowboard that I, does it at the I bottom of the hill. And, like, blast everybody with the slush. If, if you were out there with me, I would do that to you. But, yeah. No, I didn't. That, uh, you get in a scrum for that in hockey. You do that to the goaltender. Sure. Defensemen are not going to be if, happy. Luke, he if knows. you want to drop, I, I, I mean, I don't want to drop gloves. I'm the leader of Stucky Nation, but you know, <laughs> if, if, if we have to, we have to. But it was a very nice time. I mean, like that's why I wanted to go. Like I'm I mean, happy no, to go I can again. Throw some and, bombs. Let me tell you. Actually, I mean, I can't. I know. he puts the Jordan ones back on. He's going to be. I feel the, like yeah. I'm being challenged. You know, yeah. like. Um, but no, it was a nice time. I mean. It's pretty cheap. What else is like, there besides? I know we're we're gonna try and go, but what else is there besides the ice well, skating? So like if you don't the, do the ice skating, what are you there for? The Gallagher Way thing was free, and there was like a little, uh, maybe like a merry-go-round, and like a bunch of shops oh, that's that I good for me. I think were mostly like local stuff. I know I saw some local like foods, wintery kind of foods. Yeah. Like I think there was like roasted nuts and coffee cakes and stuff like that. They had like winter wear little shops and stuff like that. And then if you go in, that's $5, I think, to get in. And there's the ice rink. There's, like, some sort of sled hill thing. Right. Uh, there was, like, teacups maybe. And there was, like, a lodge. I didn't go in it, but I assume there's beer and people were drinking. So there's got to be that somewhere. So you can and it's drink decorated on Rig- and, Wrigley Field. Yeah. Yes. You can drink on the field. Yes. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, well, and, like, you know, it's a good deal for me. Like, I walked over in the afternoon, and you— Do you have to have tickets ahead of time? I got them ahead of time, but I don't think so. You just show up and get one? I think so. Did yeah. you get a discount yeah. for being a season ticket holder? They did a season ticket holder day, but I wasn't here. Oh, brutal. And there was it was too crowded. I wanted to go at 3 in the afternoon because I right knew when nobody was going to be there. And, like, you, you, you have to—you know, it's, like, a little extra for each of the attractions or whatever— but like you, they let you, they give you a wristband. I could have been on the ice ring for six hours. You know, yeah. there's not like a limit. Sean says he's yeah. going to be there Saturday. There Sean, hit for Cody. Uh, let me know. I don't know, or if you see me. Yeah, you guys but, should do like uh, an unofficial meet and greet. There you go. Cody's going to well, be. Well, Greg Braggs will be there too, and I'll be. You know, we'll be celebrating when the Cubs sign Correa that day, like he keeps telling me. You go Murphy's <laughs> after that or before? Eh. All I know You're is okay. So, don't so, go to so, so her family, With the whole family, her, her family, or. Giant Michigan fans. They didn't go to Michigan like you did, Woo. but they want to. They I know that her dad's gonna want to watch Michigan Purdue. So I know that we're going Purdue's like we're going like yeah. we're we're going like no, middle of the afternoon evening ish time. But I know they're gonna they want to go watch Michigan somewhere. I, I mean, I wasn't gonna bring up the University of Michigan, but Cody did. So yeah, congratulations! Here we by are. The way, you know, congratulations! I was wearing my Michigan pants. And the overhit that day. I was texting Corey. I was like, "Tell your damn coach to get some points up on the board." And then they did. I told him I was texting Harbaugh, and they immediately scored and took the lead. And I was like, "You're welcome." Is also like an M. So well, wrong colors. Wrong color. Yeah. Wrong colors. <laughs> just like Mizzou. Spoiler makers. I don't think that's happening. Eey. I don't think that's no, happening. Oh, no, Jack Brown. It should be Illinois, Michigan, but I'm not salty at all. Whatever. Okay. Mexico's up 2 nothing. It's, uh By the way, final idea I have for the day is when we do go to the Winter Wonderland. After Winter your, or Land, before you and I get in a hockey fight. After the fight. After. <laughs> uh, and then after we get you back from getting your stitches. 
then what we have is we all wear the big hats. Oh we my God! Big hats stop. and we all go skating with the oh big hats. Oh my God! On. Why People would you can't say get around, something so offensive? People can't get around us. It's oh just a huge God. scene, and we're just like bumping into each other with the big. It's no. like it's like the sausage race, only it's the big hat Let's race. Oh my God! I would rather just. I can't think of what I'd rather do, but I. I <laughs> give me five minutes after the show, and I'll come You'll up come with up things with I'd rather do. Uh, than things that. you'd rather do: bet Limpscomb. Yes. Yeah. Lipscomb. I'd rather bet Canossas. You know where Canossas is? You've, you, so far, you've bet <laughs> Detroit Mercy. Canossas. You ever heard of Canossas? I've bet Canossas before. Canossas. Is that's what it's called? Canisius. I thought it's Canossas. Cody Canisius doesn't care as cool. long as they hit the over or the money line. Cody whatever has, they're doing. So far in the last matter. like three weeks, Cody has bet on Detroit Mercy, Lipscomb, and Canisius. <laughs> that's all you need to know about this podcast. <laughs> he yeah, needs yeah. help. Thank you, Sean. Says his betting partner, Sean. Colada says he can outskate all of us. I Let's it. see it. you got to get $5 it. to the Rickets, though. Bring so. it, Colada. Bring it. Are you allowed to bring hockey sticks? Because Colada and I will take on the young guys. No. Well, and that's and that's the weird part because, like, most of the skating in my life has been playing hockey. Yeah. So when I go to stuff like that, I don't know what to do with my hands because normally I'm skating yeah. with gloves and a stick. And, like, when you're just skating on one of these – it's so like I kept putting them in my pocket. What so I would like, suggest I, I didn't is know what to do with uh, my jazz hands. hands. Jazz, jazz hands is probably okay. the way to go. Yeah. Uh, thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings America's what a wild top months. rated <laughs> sports book. Make sure you download the yeah. app and use the promo code CHGO when you do. We'll see you back here on Thursday, one twenty. Unless, unless there's breaking news. We are remote tomorrow. We are remote tomorrow. Unless there's breaking news, and then we'll have a podcast before then. As soon as something happens, we will be breaking in with that emergency podcast. But until then, make sure you fly the W.